Do you find yourself holding back on an idea that you think is an absolute cracker, but then everyone around you thinks that you're absolutely nuts? (laughs) Or worse, when you follow through with your crazy idea and you end up falling flat on your face? Yep, that was me. And this episode is all about the things that I didn't know about myself before reaching 5,000 downloads. Hey, I'm Steph, and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding, and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure. There has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar, where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel-related topics, mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to stand out in the digital world, but you struggle with consistency, tech isn't your jam and you have no idea where to start, join my free masterclass where I talk about exactly this. Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. Welcome back to Unplug in Paradise. My name is Stephanie Myers, travel agent, podcast host, and online course creator of the industry exclusive online program Travel Agent Runway. Coming to you live from my home here in the Northern Rivers of New South Wales in Australia. I hope your week has been going well. I know the last week has been absolutely so exciting for us in the travel and cruise industry with the national cruise ban lifting finally on the weekend and the incredible Pino Pacific Explorer making her way into Sydney Harbour after a very, very long stint out of our waters and finally docking back where she belongs in Sydney. As a cruise agent and someone who specialises in cruise and an advocate for the industry, I can't even begin to describe or put into words the emotions that I've felt over the past week. However, I have been so glad to be surrounded by such uplifting and supportive crew of people in the industry who have never given up during this time. They've continued to fight the battle. They've continued to light the fire for cruise and travel, you know, in Australia and internationally as well, and also kept that fire alight inside of all of our travellers. So, yes, kudos to everyone out there. It's been a great week and I really hope you're celebrating in style. 
I know that after hosting my Facebook event last week, so I'm not sure if you knew, but I had a uh, event that I was hosting called the Australia's Biggest Online Cruise Party. If you attended or saw it live on Facebook, hello. <laughs> I was so blessed to have my co-host and friend Adrian, the cruise and travel guy, come along with me for the ride. So <laughs> yes, it was definitely evident that the love and passion, passion from within our industry and also within the cruising community is such a very special thing that we should be treasuring right now. So we also had the opportunity to give away some really rad prizes, which was really cool. So compliments of our cruise partners over at Pino Cruises Australia, Carnival Cruise Lines, and also Royal Caribbean International, which was loads of fun. But in today's episode, I wanted to share with you five things that I didn't realize before I reached 5,000 downloads on the podcast, which was something that I achieved in the last couple of weeks. And there has just been so much that's happened behind the scenes over the past few years leading up to this point. And now that I've finally had the opportunity to slow down a little bit, to sit and reflect on this has been a very special time for me. There's been some really big revelations that have come up for me recently which some may not even come to a surprise to any of you. (laughs) Uh, But for me, it's been incredibly enlightening. Even the hard truths that have all been resurfaced as well. Uh, And you know what, though? I actually find a lot of comfort in sharing this now. As a few months ago or even a year ago, I wouldn't even been able to put this into words or be able to have the courage or bravery to even openly share my journey. So especially when I know that I'm not the only one in the world who started a podcast, I totally get that. That's something that I've had to learn to accept. Not that I uh, think that I'm the only one doing this in this space because I know I'm definitely not, but it definitely feels like a very singular journey when you've created something and you put your heart blood, sweat, tears and everything into it as well. Uh, Also, this is a very super juicy one. So I'm very excited to learn whether any of the things that I bring up in today's episode are relatable to you in any way and what you're currently experiencing or have experienced in the past. So be sure to hit me up in the DMs and let's get into it. Before we begin today's episode, would you please join me while we recognise the generations of the local Aboriginal people of the Bundjalung Nation who have lived in and derived their physical and spiritual needs from the forests, rivers, lakes and streams of this beautiful valley over thousands of years as the traditional owners and custodians of these lands. Quick disclaimer, I want to start off by saying that prior to starting my podcast in May of 2019, that I did not have any of the fancy things that podcasters had. I did not know anything of what they did. Uh, I had no clue of anything in regards to software or how I was meant to piece this whole damn thing together. There was no fancy footwork and never has been from the get-go. Everything I learnt was the straightest arrow pointing to exactly where I needed to go. As at the time I had a brand new business, I had my mobile travel agency and I was also solo parenting my three-year-old son at the same time. So yes, needed the exact straight route to get there. So yes, starting a podcast with zero clue to make my mark in the digital world was my aim to begin with, 
to produce a podcast to the very best of my ability and to this day my mission has remained unchanged. So now that you have that in mind, I'm going to go take you on a quick little, you know, (laughs) plane flight back in time to the early stages where I was wondering whether a podcast would work for me. So back in October 2018, when I first started my travel business, I already knew that I did not want to be a stock standard travel agent that society would expect me to be. I knew that I wanted to be different and I suppose that we all start out like that, you know, all starry-eyed, full of excitement. Uh, But then I think the other part of that as well that came across so strongly for me in my case is that I'm an identical twin. In my whole life, I've been very much compared to someone who is, yes, very much like me in almost every single way possible. So stepping into my own business, I suppose I already had a mission pre-assigned to me regardless of what it was that I was doing. And it just so happened that after 12 years of being in the travel industry, that it would be my own independent travel agency. I was also working in a surf shop at the same time. So for steady income to provide for my travel business and for my son and my family. So time was not something that was of the essence or was ever on my side when it came to planning out a podcast or even toying with the idea of one. So I decided to sit on the idea and I spent quite a bit of time doing this because at the time I was listening to a few different podcasts, shows, mostly social media personal branding, women's health, and also some destination podcasts to really get a feel and soak up the intensity level of what it was that other people were putting out there. Uh, And I also knew that the level of learning was actually quite high. So being able to listen to a podcast when I was on the road, so especially driving backwards and forwards from work, daycare, and all of the other places, I didn't really have time to pick up a book and read all this stuff. So I was really grateful for podcasts at that time. And I knew that there would have to be, (laughs) I'm not the only one, there'd have to be so many other people out there in the exact same spot as me, uh, which made podcasting even more appealing to me because I'd be able to aim it at people more on a larger scale so they could listen to me or what it was that I was teaching any time of day. So a few months went by and I was still really pondering with the idea. Wasn't sure whether I wanted to go for it or not. And I suppose I was sitting around waiting for the universe to give me a sign. (laughs) And you know what? She did exactly that. I was in the surf shop one day putting away some stock and all of a sudden something came on Spotify and at that time in the surf shop we didn't have the premium. We just listened to normal free Spotify, which is full of ads. And one of the ads that came on was, are you wanting to start a podcast? And they basically went on saying that it's a one-stop shop for podcasters and how it's completely free. So there I was completely stunned, just going, oh my God, that was a green light to do this. (laughs) If that was not a green light, I must be colorblind. So yes, I got to work pretty much straight away. I downloaded a free audio program and taught myself how to use it in just a few short hours. And when I say taught myself, I don't have the patience or time for that, as I outlined earlier. So I got my little friend YouTube to help me and help guide me through the basics because, yes, it is really scary doing something new. And yeah, didn't help that I didn't have a slight clue of what I was doing. So to think about this in a different way is that if 
I think my ability to learn tech, my ability to know what I was doing would have been really helpful if like my family were very tech minded, but they weren't. It's not like my brother or dad have ever worked in IT or computers or anything like that to help me, you know, stand over my shoulder and help me understand what it was that I needed to do. You know, I don't even think my dad even knows how to turn on a computer, let alone listen to a podcast. So yes, (laughs) but as a builder, he could definitely swing a hammer. Yeah. Love you, dad. Anyway, I remember recording my intro on my phone and it was inside of one of the change rooms at the surf shop because at the time I thought that you needed an enclosed space around you to record and that was what was available to me at that time. They say improvisation is (laughs) one of our biggest talents and for me, yes, the change room was the next best thing. So the next thing that I needed to do was create a tile like a tile that would be the face of the podcast when it goes and gets published onto Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other platforms. So that took me a whole 10 minutes in Canva, a few stock images and a very low res iPhone photo of me. And I was able to publish my first episode. And to give you an idea of what this looked like for me, I didn't have a microphone. So I literally recorded everything on my phone. And something I picked up during the early days is that if you actually put a sock and hold it over the end of your phone, so where your microphone is, it acts like a pop filter. So if you don't know what a pop filter is, it basically stops all those puttickets, like really poppy sounds that come through on the audio. Um, and I do listen to it now. So if you tend to pick it up, once you hear it, you can't unhear it, if that makes sense. So yeah, let me know if this is something that you can pick up during your podcast and audiobook listenings, because I'd be interested to hear whether you can hear it or not. But anyway, that first podcast episode, I had recorded it, edited it, published it, and you're more than welcome to go back and listen to it. I had scripted the whole damn thing from start to finish. And it literally sounds like I'm reading my son a bedtime story. (laughs) And I have joked about this in the past. It's like, you know, letting subscribers know that it's not something that you want to listen to in the car necessarily, unless you're wanting to pull up somewhere for a roadside nana nap, (laughs) because it's definitely got the mum vibes, you know, the mum go to bed story time vibes going on. But with saying this, it definitely has been such a huge part of my journey. And even though I recorded it and published it, it didn't mean that I 100% loved what I was hearing because I actually hated the sound of my own voice. Yeah, (laughs) to the point where I don't even think up until this day, you know, three years on, I don't think I've ever listened to that podcast episode from start to finish. So yeah, I think that says a lot. (laughs) Then I had my very first special guest episode where I hosted Zoe Gentle from Club Med at the time, because I think Zoe now has moved on back into aviation. So go you, Zoe. And I remember feeling so incredibly nervous. And it was a day that my son would normally be off to daycare. But because this episode took place really early in the morning, I think it was about eight o'clock. I think Zoe was on her way to an event as well. So she was roadside, (laughs) ready to podcast, record with me as well. So my morning looked really crazy that day. So I was basically getting everything ready to go jump in the car and sit and record. It was parked inside the garage, which is connected to the house. 
and I was in my pajamas. So I had set everything up in the car, ready to go. Then I had this wave over me that I thought, oh, shivers, maybe I should put on some proper clothes. I don't feel like I should be doing this in my pajamas. So I went inside, put on some business clothes to the point where I even grabbed my glasses. I put on a little bit of makeup. I grabbed my heels. And like for anyone who knows me, knows that I absolutely hate heels. They're so uncomfortable. (laughs) I don't like wearing them. Um, And yeah, and I was walking around the house like I was ready to go out. So then that all of a sudden raised a bit of, you know, commotion and kerfuffle with my child because he thought I was leaving him for the day. (laughs) And yeah, so anyway, I had to settle him down, in which case I had to sacrifice heels, which I was 100% okay with, gave them to him and he clip-clopped around the house for a little while until he got bored. But yes, circles back to exactly outlining that I was really, really nervous. I was really anxious and it's kind of like jumping on a treadmill, right? Where you're running and just, you can't stop and this thing's getting faster. So yes, I literally needed to stop. And you know what? I was really blessed that Zoe was my first guest person on the show because bless her heart, she is just so lovely. We'd never spoken before, nor have we ever met before. So I guess this really added to my nervousness and to my increased heart rate, right? So (laughs) I remember that first episode feeling so energetically draining. Like I came out of it thinking, holy moly, I just feel like I've worked a 12-hour shift or a 12-hour day. And I wasn't even the one that was doing a lot of the talking. So yes, it was very draining. And something that I would do next time is just really manage that morning a hell of a lot differently. But then again, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know that I was going to feel, you know, so nervous that I was on the very fine line of freaking out possibly. I didn't know. It's not until you do these things that you actually understand that about yourself. So I went on and I recorded a few more episodes on topics and things like that that I liked and that were fun and that I would love to share with people. And I still really love those stories from my early days. And you can whiz back and listen to them at any time. I haven't hidden them or deleted them despite, you know, not really loving them. (laughs) But yeah, they are a part of my journey and my growth here in the digital world. So I imagine that the more I recorded, that the more confident I would be, even though this is true in so many other things that I've encountered in my life. And yes, practice makes perfect, all that kind of thing. But this definitely wasn't the case for me. For me, I actually started going downhill, like emotionally, spiritually, yeah, mentally, (laughs) all of the things. And I mean, I started really giving into that imposter syndrome Never heard of that term before, but you know what? The shoe fit and I wore it. Imposter syndrome is a real thing and I hope nobody ever feels this. But yeah, I started to ask myself some really silly questions. Um, like who would, who do I think I am starting a podcast? Who would even want to listen to it? If I can't even bear the sound of my own voice, who else is going to want to endure it? And one of the things that I kept saying to myself time and time again that got me feeling the absolute worst was that I'm not experienced enough. There are so many travel agents out there like that are way more experienced than me. This is way too overwhelming and I give up. I was way too focused at that time, you know, 
really trying to perfect the way I sounded. I began to compare myself to even the most experienced podcasts. So even people who had been doing this for such a long time, I was even comparing myself to them. But you know what? (laughs) I didn't care. I threw that weight on the back of my shoulders and carried it around regardless. So, you know, in turn, I basically just despised what I was doing. And I literally dug myself the biggest and darkest hole and was soon to, you know, very much bury the whole podcasting idea because I'd lost my vision completely. I had no direction and I felt like I had broken a promise to myself. So I stopped. I had a recording interview with Tash, the CEO of Tourism with Sundays, and you know what? I couldn't bring myself to edit it. I just couldn't. It was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to pop in to invite you to my free masterclass where I'll be sharing my exact three-step system to building a rockstar personal brand that attracts your dream clients into your database so you can step up into your travel biz, own your authority, and grow your online presence. And not only that, but you'll also get your hands on my entire travel agent runway framework for standing out in the digital world without the tech overwhelm and not knowing where to start. Want in? Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass and save your spot now. See you there. So six months went on and I still didn't pick things up. (laughs) I was so focused on growing my travel business by that stage. So, you know, I could let go of my casual retail job at the surf shop. Uh, Oh, yeah, I was feeling a little bit stuck. So, yeah, I started listening to a lot of Dr. Brene Brown. And something that she had said one day when I was tuning in was that feeling stuck is only a feeling, not a fact. And of course, my mind was blown. The first thing that I thought of was the podcast, because at the time that was the only thing that I was really stuck with and it resonated. So I really knew that in that moment I needed to take action from here on in. Within a few weeks, I had my all-time fave podcasts, Stevie Says Social. She was hosting a masterclass on Facebook on how to launch your wildly successful podcast. So I attended the live event and by the end of it, I'd signed up to her 12-month training program. So I already know that this course was going to give me the exact everything from start to finish of what I needed to do to start and grow and launch my podcast. I had already self-taught myself so much, but I did this to fill in the gaps on what I didn't already know and to build out the strategy into making it become really successful. So I started the course in April of 2020. And by that October, after a launch, you know, a six to seven week launch period, I finally launched Unplug in Paradise and it landed in the top 10 on Apple podcast charts for places and travel in Australia and was highly ranked in New Zealand, United Arab Emirates, Thailand and Sweden of all places. So I had officially reached the other side of the world with my, you know, three fresh new bingeable episodes that I was able to release on launch day. So super, super stoked about that. My closest friends and I were also happy. We went out for lunch at a cafe we celebrated. We had a little mini, you know, photo shoot out on the back courtyard. It was so much fun. And I arrived home to gift balloons on my doorstep. Literally found like, felt like I was on cloud nine. 
Yes, best feeling ever. If you've ever launched a digital product, you would know this high. It just is next level. So my audience at the time was very much aimed towards women and traveling solo on any budget, but mostly women's travel personalities, which still very much interests me to this day. But just two months after launching to that audience, I was then presented with another life-changing opportunity. And that was to continue studying with Stevie, but it was inside of her high-level group coaching program and how to launch, scale, and create an online course. And because the industry was, you know, very much in self-destruct mode, I went for it and went on to birth my 12-month program at Travel Agent Runway. So now my episodes are more geared toward travel agent entrepreneurs these days, and I'm absolutely loving it, like hands down, this is my passion. This is my wheelhouse. This is where I belong. And yeah, never felt more called to do anything in my entire life. So I guess there are quite a few lessons to be learned throughout my roller coaster ride into podcasting, but there have been five major things that have stood out for me recently, especially while I've been journaling, journaling, <laughs> and I've been reflecting on this journey. So <laughs> I will go through them with you. So there are five. The number one, I didn't realize I had the imagination to dream of such possibilities. I mean, you know, envisioning a successful podcast and what opportunities would lay ahead of me that I couldn't have predicted that when I first started. You just, you just can't. The guests I've had the absolute pleasure of hosting, their individual journeys in the travel industry and in the wider business community as well. No way would I've ever thought I had the imagination to encompass that or envision that for myself, but I did. Number two, I didn't realize that I had the drive to keep it going. So from the first initial idea to the overwhelm of maybe this isn't for me, and it was definitely something that blew me away within myself because you know, I was relying on my inner mean girl to tell me how things were going to be for a while there. And I credit myself daily that I was able to pluck up the enough strength to look beyond that and constantly remind myself that I am enough. I do matter. I believe that people want to listen to me and I deserve this space in the digital world and within the travel industry just as much as anyone else does. So number three, I didn't realize that I had the courage to level up and expand, go beyond what I felt was comfortable, learn any of these new techie skills (laughs) to be seen, be vulnerable and pitch to high level podcast guests coming on the show to offer their expertise to our travel agent community. That right there for me has been such a huge thing, right? So asking the questions on a podcast, getting answers, everyone thinks immediately that the answers is the most important thing that you get from a podcast, but it's not. It's the question. If I don't ask the right questions, I'm not going to get the right answers. So therefore my audience isn't going to relate or they're not going to connect. So that's been a huge thing from my part is having the courage to level up in myself and really get that Uh, like I'm not an interviewer. I don't work for HR. I'm a travel agent, right? So I've taught myself all of this, but interviewing is not a natural skill for a lot of people. So being able to guide a podcast episode along to make sure that you are getting the exact answers that you want your audience to know by asking the right questions, that is definitely a skill that I've had to craft out. And I'm glad that I've had the courage to do that. 
Number four, I didn't realize that I had the ability to accept that I don't know everything. I know it's a huge thing. We don't always know everything, but I am so open to learning and seeking mentorship when it's needed and to learn from others in this space who are creating life altering stuff that I know that I can have just as much of an impact within my travel community as these other people that I learn from in the business world. Like they're amazing. And I take my hat off to them and I, you know, not worship them, but I really admire them how far they've come and what they've managed to accomplish in their short amount of time in businesses. And, you know, the ideas that come to fruition from being able to accept in themselves also that they don't know everything. So yes, always learning. (laughs) Number five is a big one, but I didn't realize that I had the ability to evolve. So I didn't realize that I could break free of this mold that my career had solidified me in for so long, that I could merge my personality and my passions into my business, that I could change the direction into any way that I wanted to go. And I could get paid for helping others in a really meaningful way. Like, you know, not in a literal sense of booking travel, but in a way that is teaching people throughout my own experiences, offering a perspective that they can relate to and being a part of something that is way, way bigger than you and me. (laughs) So my purpose and my mission has never been more clear, I suppose you could say. And what I really wanted to outline in this episode is that, no, I didn't have access to all the things. I didn't know all the things when I started. I didn't have all the tech gear or the know-how or how to begin or anything. I especially didn't know where this podcasting journey would take me, especially Well, you know, except now how I do, I suppose, with 5,000 downloads and the podcast, you know, I created way back when is now being streamed in over 45 different countries around the world. And I have this overwhelming sense of pride with the people who questioned my motives from day one and still do to this very day. They could never understand why I started a podcast or why I would even risk failing or pulling, putting myself out there like that. But you know what? Forgive me for wanting a little own my own little slice of online real estate. But one thing I know for sure is that I started this podcast journey with one thing in mind: to build my thought leadership and to be the authority in my space. And regardless of what direction I take or what kind of business that I've created for myself now, that hasn't changed until this day. I still that is still my main reason for being here. So if you want to go ahead and start a podcast, do it. If you want to start a YouTube channel, go for it. If you want to build a website that is your own personal representation and online home for all of the things that you encompasses you as a working professional and sets you aside from the sea of travel advisors, do it. If you're a photographer on the side as well as a travel agent and you want to merge your gallery in with your travel website, do it. If you want to start a blog, do that too. (laughs) If you want to be different and own your quirks and be known for your passions and for whatever lights you up, please do it. Because we are only limited by the thoughts that we place in our minds and on our hearts. And you know what? (laughs) You're going to get backlash. Regardless of what you're doing, you're going to get backlash. You're always going to get people asking you, you know, really sticky questions. They're going to treat you like you're an alien or possibly sling crap at you. 
<laughs> while they're at it because it's their own lack of understanding that's, you know, getting them curious but not curious enough to want to learn and find out. It's curious enough for them to find an opportunity to put you down. And you know what? That is totally okay. So all you need to remember is that this is your journey. This is your business. This is your life. And this is how you choose to provide for your family. And this is how you choose to live and envision what it is that you want for your future. Not what's in it for the other people around you who try to limit you. Because there's people out there all the time, right? Like there's people in my atmosphere that are very much like this too. They try and limit you because they no longer have an opportunity to leverage from you. So yes, think about it. You've stepped out of the mold and into yourself and my friend, that right there should be celebrated. Forget everything else. It's all just white noise. Go and be you. And if you've taken anything away from this episode, please let me know in the DMs on Instagram. Send me a voice message. I would love to hear from you. This episode is my own personal journey into the podcasting world. It's definitely not the blueprint, (laughs) let's just say, but I wanted to have something on record to show that it is completely transparent. It is completely messy and it's not the ideal process. Nothing is when you're trying something new and you're so scared shitless. But what I also hope that you take away is that it doesn't matter what you're doing in life whatever you're wanting to add into your business. If you want to market your your business differently, do it. Just do it. (laughs) And if I can answer any questions or if you've got any feedback, comments, love or anything like that, DM me on Instagram. If you're wanting to download an online version of today's show notes, you can head over to travelbystephanie.com.au forward slash 45 for all the details on the lessons I've learned during my podcasting roller coaster. And if you're keen on checking out what other lead generation strategies can work for us here in the travel game, I'll leave you the link to download my free cheat sheet, which has seven quick win lead generation strategies that travel agents can use right now. Also, I would love to invite you along to my free masterclass to join my three-part travel agent runway framework and learn how to stand out in the digital world. If you want to sign up, head over to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass. The link will be in the show notes too. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider subscribing to Unplug in Paradise on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you're feeling super generous, which I hope you are, please leave me a five-star rating and review. I absolutely love reading them. I also want to put it out there that if anyone has anything in particular or a topic that you would like for me to cover on the podcast in the upcoming months, drop me a DM or you can send me an email over at hello at unplugandparadise.com. I'm very curious to know what it is that you want and what you've got on your radar if you want me to cover it on here. Super exciting. (laughs) So thank you so much for tuning in once again and I look forward to seeing you all soon. Thank you. See ya. Bye.